Hey, B. Yes? Have you heard? Heard what? Winter is coming. Oh my god. Is Game of Thrones coming back? Are they redoing season eight? No, just regular winter. Oh. I'm going to need two things then. Warm feet and coffee in my belly. I think I got just the thing for you. Oh yeah? Yeah. We've got some amazing partnerships with two companies, Smartass Undies and Cafe Hacienda Rio. Smartass Undies is a small business committed to saving the planet and your mindset. They're engineered from recycled materials to produce sustainable and super comfy underwear and socks. Motivation is perishable and needs refreshing every day, just like your undies and socks. Every time I look down at my feet, I see words like gratitude and self-discipline and integrity, and it just keeps me going. Tell them about the coffee, Dante. Oh, I've got coffee for you. Cafe Hacienda Real Coffee from Costa Rica. This micro roastery is just outside of San Jose. We found it a couple of years ago when we were in Costa Rica. They small batch roast a custom blend of pea berry and Arabica beans. You can pick your roast type and whether or not you want it ground or whole bean. And then they will ship to order exactly what you want. Now we've got a couple of offer codes for our listeners for Smart Ass Undies. We have links in the show notes to get to the website. And when you, once you get there, you're going to use the code CHEATINGONFEAR10 for 10% off your order. And for the Hacienda Real Coffee, you're going to go to goldenbean.net and use the promo code COFCHR20 for 10% off your order. Kick Winter's ass. that ready didn't you well uh, yeah <laughs> you know play it safe er <laughs> even even the episodes about sex are or not about sex are about sex with you right this creaky chair man sorry audience <laughs> I, you might hear some can creaky... you get comfy so that we don't have to hear i don't i mean i don't know maybe <laughs> i don't know you might be might be able to and we'll see we'll see i don't know how this chair is going to work out so there may be creaking, is the point. I think you're good now. Yeah. You or, look pretty comfy. Or it's my bones. It's not your bones. Although, I almost broke a couple today. Oh my God. Need me when we were rolling doing some <laughs> jujitsu. Oh, right, f- right, right in the Rambutan. You're right in the Rambutan. How? <laughs> is it Rambu or Rambu? Uh, I always said Rambutan. Did you say Rambutan? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's how I've always said it. Okay. See back, when did we put that in the show? That was like one of our first episodes. No. We talked about it. I remember talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I put an image in the in, <laughs> in the Things We Love page. I was like, no, thank you. Mm. <laughs> no. So, it's Christmas Eve here. Yes. Although this episode's going to come out closer to the to to New, New Year's. Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah. But. We're feeling very retrospective today. Yes. Because it's been a year that is almost over. I mean, that, that happens. That happens. That happens Christmas frequently. Time. Yeah. yeah that, annually, in fact. <laughs> annually. Once a year that happens. Once a year that happens. <laughs> like clockwork. But this year, this year feels... 
I don't know for for I don't know about for you, but for me this year has felt. Oh, no, like, this has been completely normal. Well, this year has felt. I've like been training for this years, my whole life, right? Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, I have to stay at home and save the world. Done. It's the world that just will never end, or the year. The year that will never yeah. end. Yeah. Okay. So what we wanted to do today mm-hmm. was kind of take a look back at the year. A little bit, like no, everybody's tired of this shit. Like nobody wants to relive it. Okay. So, so we'll just we'll just talk about. We're gonna try and keep this positive because I don't want we don't. I, you know what? There are those people that that put out you see on social media like plot t- twist. What if twenty twenty was the best year and and all that kind of stuff? And it's a little like it's a little much. I guess it's okay if nobody you know got sick or you didn't or get no sick one or, died. Or like this, died. I mean, sure, that, that's a little bit insensitive to be like it was the best year ever for me, and it's like fuck you. Like yeah. I, you know, I mean. That's not nice. No, it's I not mean very compassionate. A lot of people learned how to make sourdough this year, so including you. Just I just squeaked in because I'll cook. <laughs> I'll cook my first loaf just before the new year. My, okay, and what was our agreement? Our agreement was that I can't call it the mother anymore. Yeah, no. We woke up this morning, and I was like, <laughs> and you said, "Good morning, beautiful," and I said, "Would you like to hear the schedule?" And you said, "Oh well, I have a schedule. First, I have to feed the mother," and I was like, Bleh. "The mother starter." Okay, then call it the starter. Like, don't... I, I don't like that. The starter sounds like the first guy who's pitching in a baseball game. No, that's fine. That okay. sounds better than, like, some fucking female job of the hut living in my basement that needs, <laughs> like, human sacrifice every morning. It's like Mike Pence talking about his wife. Have to feed mother. <laughs> or, like, Psycho. Right. Mother, what have you done? <laughs> I've actually never seen that movie. I just heard. The original one? People or have ruined it. Neither. I haven't People seen have it. ruined it. There's a shower scene. Sorry. And not in a good way. No. 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 So, I mean, let's let's start with a couple of things that you're grateful for. You want in me to go first? Yes. Oh, I see how this is going to go. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, for me... Mm-hmm. One of the things I'm grateful for is my health this mm. year. Mm-hmm. I mean, every year, obviously, but this year especially. <laughs> yes. Because normally my year would consist of a fair bit of travel for work, which would result in a lot less exercise and right. a lot more shitty food. Yes, that's true. And so you're talking about like enhanced health, like health and fitness, not necessarily just like. And I didn't die of COVID this year. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like this year, for me, I've been able to... My routine is so totally... Like, a lot of people's routines have just so totally changed Mm -hmm. that I didn't have those kind of annual cycles of, like, being Mm -hmm. on the road a lot, eating shitty food, Mm -hmm. getting, you know, fatter, and then (laughs) then coming off the road and working out more and eating better food and then going back out and and this kind of constant fluctuation up and down. It was so hard. It was so hard for me to watch that with you because you would work so hard in the summertime. Mm -hmm. And September comes around. and And September came around and you'd be out on the road and... Not that like, not like I just watched you like explode or anything like that. No, but but you would be on the road for weeks and weeks and weeks at a time, yeah, and it, and and not not the kind of on the road where you can like pack some carrots or some shit no. like away away. Yeah, yeah. A and crazy spending hours and hours in the car and not being able to. I mean, you can only do push-ups in your hotel room for so long yeah i mean there's only so many body weight wads i can do and then yeah. even even but even just the schedule was so hectic it was right. just tough to like 
even have the motivation to do anything when I'm adjusting to new time zones. And, well, that's the other thing too, right? It's yeah. like you're trying to get enough sleep and like you would put in like sometimes like 14, 16 hours a day mm-hmm. on the road, like just driving all over the place mm-hmm. and doing your thing. And it was, it was really, really hard. And that, that interruption to your routine and, and that's the thing. You really didn't have a routine. You had a routine in the summer. Yeah. And then by the time you got back, it's like the month before Christmas. And that's always a fucking shit show because yeah. it's just, it's just like, it's basically, I mean, we're in Canada, so we have a longer stretch between Thanksgiving and Christmas. But in the States, it's basically like it's a month, of a month long eating event yeah. that just, like between, you know, office christmas parties and this event and that party and this get together and this cookie making party and like it just goes on and on and on and on and it's just this eating drinking event that goes on for like a month and you know how they talk about like it takes about three weeks to form a habit and so by the time that season is over you've formed a habit you are accustomed to all of that eating all that drinking and you know i mean i i know a lot of a lot of us, especially at the beginning of the pandemic, were drinking a lot more than drinking we a lot, normally would. Eating our anxiety. Yeah, eating yeah. our feelings and drinking yeah. them away. and Because it was scary. It was yeah. something oh, that yeah. many of us had never experienced before. Yeah. And it was just, it's like, what do we do? We were just so ill-prepared. I mean, yeah. many of us are going into lockdown for the second time now. Yeah. And we're all kind of like, oh, yeah, fuck this again. All right, yeah. cool. Like, we, we're a little bit better prepared, I think, we, yeah. in a lot of ways, not just mentally, but, uh, I mean, it sucks. Yeah, every, I think everybody's tired. Sure. But it's also winter, and, it like, is. where the fuck are you going? Like, and just, And where where we are in Canada, there's a, there's a big lockdown you know, yeah. about to come down and Mother Nature has obliged by throwing a snowstorm at us. Pretty much. So, to keep people inside. Keep, if anybody was yeah. still thinking about going out. My son's know. girlfriend is super pissed at me today because <laughs> you I wouldn't, wouldn't let him, let him leave. Yeah. Well, freezing <laughs> rain like, and snow is no joke. No, like, you're not. No, you're not going. Yeah. And I said, you can blame it all on me. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm okay being Maleficent in this story. There That's all right. That's fine. She's just misunderstood. That's right. So, yeah. So, so sorry. I interrupted you. You were talking about how, how you really enjoyed having... Yeah. Like having having a chance to really make use of the home gym that... Like the garage gym that I put in, in mm-hmm. my place when I moved in in September. Such a smart idea. So, like, I didn't really get to use it all that much over the fall. But once the wintertime kind of came down, mm-hmm. I had already started to, like, really use it because I was home a lot more. Right, right. And then once the lockdown kind of started in, in March, it was like... Oh, my gosh. It was such a... such a. It was a, amazing to have. To such be, a blessing to have because you couldn't get fitness equipment any fucking where well you could but you'd be paying ridiculous amounts of money on the secondhand market like it was if it was secondhand but this is the thing you couldn't even get new stuff no like everything was sold out everything was sold yeah black friday this year sucked for gym equipment because nobody had any inventory to put on sale like it was (laughs) i mean great for the home fitness industry horrible for the big big box gyms true but, True, but their model has never really been super sustainable. They they bank that lots of members are going to pay membership fees and not show and up. And not go. That's, that's not really... And great. a lot of big box gyms really fuck their members over too by yeah. not halting, putting a hold on their memberships. Yeah. And, and people are like, the fuck, I'm paying monthly memberships to a gym that's closed down. Yeah, like, come on. And I talked to quite a few people. I, I mean, I haven't been... I haven't belonged to a commercial gym in probably 15 years. Mm. And I don't miss it at all, especially being a chick. Mm. Um, a tiny bit of a one. different bit of a different experience at the gym. 
Oh yeah, everybody wants to tell you what to do. Yeah, Uh. and it's like, bro, I stop. But I I think that a lot of I spoke to a lot of people who had been going to big box gyms for like I talked to one guy that I work with who was like, I've been going to the gym for twenty years and I stopped because. I could not, even when they opened back up again for that, for yeah, a brief moment of time. Yeah, the restrictions were so ridiculous. Well, and he's like, I didn't feel, I didn't feel safe in there. I didn't feel like they were doing what they should be doing Gyms to keep people safe. Gyms have always been at the best of times kind of germ factories, right? Like, don't, yeah. don't walk around barefoot in your gym's change room. Like, that's a, that's a recipe I don't for fun fungus. Listen, I don't want to get into a conversation about what happens in change rooms at gyms. <laughs> Okay, especially men. A lot of old naked dudes walking around with no towel on. That's what happens. Uh, they're really proud of themselves, aren't they? Yeah. And then like the young <laughs> buff dudes are like putting their underwear on under their towels and shit. Like it's just, <laughs> it makes no sense. Do you think, do you, th- like, I know this is a little bit off topic, but you know, this is the mule asking. Do you think there's a little bit of like brosif gay panic that goes on in gyms? I think the there's a little bit of locker that. rooms. Because everybody, so? everybody checks everybody out, but nobody wants yeah. to be seen checking anybody out. Right. right. But don't you think, like, even the young guys with, like, baby arms in their pants are sort of modest about it? Yeah, like, okay, so the gym that I used to belong to had a, a steam shower. Yeah. And the steam shower had, like, it was all tiled, right? There was, like, a, there was like a fucking um, Vicks VapoRub steam yeah, shower. Yeah, it, it was a eucalyptus steam oh, shower. It was, I, I mean, it was one of the reasons I love that gym. But, yeah. but they would have these, like, it was like a two-level seating area. Okay. But if you were seated on the first level uh-huh. and somebody was seated close enough to you or opposite <laughs> you. On Did you have somebody's on, dick like right next to your well, head? You're wearing towels because you're not allowed to go in naked. Right. Right. But nobody's wearing anything under a towel. So if you got, they're like, they're like Sharon stoning it, like legs open and, and <laughs> you just seem like a twig and berry in First there. First of all, she was a lady. All right. She uncrossed her legs and recrossed them right away. Yeah. But Newman was like, uh, like eyes I know, bulging out of his Well, head. there was a little bit of bush in between, but yeah. it was very brief. Yeah. So but, don't talk about her like that. But, but it's called manspreading. But but yeah, and that's the thing. Manspreading in a in a in a in a sauna is yeah. So I think that everybody's just kinda like, you know, looking down at their toes or, you know, right. looking up at the ceiling yeah. or, you know, that kind of stuff. So yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. That's that's what's not going on anymore. So I don't know how okay. people are getting their like homoerotic thrill of walking around naked and making other people uncomfortable. I mean, I guess you could do it in your house in front of your front window or something like that or on your balcony or whatever how did we get here i think we were talking about things that we're grateful for the mule was asking <laughs> if there was you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So, energy okay so so your so your fitness routine your health and fitness routine and also like you're eating food that you cook yeah. at home now you you go out very rarely to yeah eat, i mean like is... I, i've always I, I feel like i've always had a pretty good home food routine like into fairly healthy Fairly healthy. You're looking at me like not at all healthy. No, but, no, no, I'm not. I'm fairly... smiling. No, I'm smiling to myself because I'm thinking about all the how big you were... salads we eat. No, can I finish my sentence? Yes, please. Yes, I was thinking about where you're like, I have all this food in the house. I'm gonna <laughs> order poutine. Oh yeah, that was the other night. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to make nothing and I just wanted to eat. I have buffalo all this poutine. food and I just wanted buffalo chicken poutine. Yeah. yeah. No, and there's nothing wrong with that. You no, can I'm do supporting that. local businesses. Yes. <laughs> Doing yes. my part. Your local AW. So so eating eating good food, cooking more with my kids, mm-hmm. 
having a regular and they join routine. you in your gym too they do we have yeah. workout, we have workouts on the on the nights that i've got them which is great place. yeah we go out and, and my yeah. daughter it's like a point of pride she's killing it man she did 107 slam balls 10 pound slam balls with good form <laughs> like yeah. she did she challenged it. me to a plank a plank contest the other yeah. day and then you guys both got bored because you were just planking forever <laughs> we were just we were joking about how our core is stronger than our attention span yeah yeah so it's been good to do that and to find ways because you know it was anybody who's got kids through 2020 it's been a, a weird year for them if they're yeah. really really little they don't know any different but if they're no. older and are kind of accustomed to extracurriculars and seeing their friends and going to yeah. playgrounds and doing all that kind of stuff this year was not great for that no so creating new routines <laughs> you better start to get to love your siblings because right? that's they're, Those are your they're friends. it those are yeah. your friends and and being able to like create new ways for them to be active mm-hmm. and 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 social i mean also like your oldest learned how to ride a bike and he was resolute that he did not oh he was not interested he was he i I tried to teach him when he was six five or six Mm -hmm. and he fell and he's like i'll just ride a bike when when i know how to ride a bike like that's not (laughs) that's not how this works bro like you have to practice it kind of does though like it's really funny that that he would say you know what like i'll i'll learn when i need to and then his younger sister learned this summer Mm -hmm. and then his younger brother learned oh and that was it and then and then he was like okay i gotta do this and like legit in like two days yeah he he, went from not being able to ride a bike to starting and riding himself all over the place and so that was that That was kind of nice yeah so that was you know health in general okay and again, been very fortunate that nobody close to me has been touched by COVID mm, or anything mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit different for, for I know a lot Some of people. Some people close to you have been touched by QAnon, but that's a whole other Yeah. Thing. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That's going to be good times. Yeah. <laughs> 2021, the year of deprogramming. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about you? What, what's one thing that you're grateful for? Oh, we're going to go back and forth? We're going to do this thing? Yeah. Let's, do, okay. let's go back and forth. All right. Well, I, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but I'm... Uh, Ooh, I get a little bit of a weird feeling that sometimes I unleashed COVID-19 on the world because mm-hmm. um, we, we've we had a couple of conversations about how I really enjoyed the beginning of our relationship where nobody knew who I was and nobody knew who you were. No interruptions. And it was just you and I and we would just do our thing mm-hmm. and enjoy each other. Mm-hmm. And then, and you know... It's just part of how a relationship progresses where you meet my people and I meet your people and my people like you and your people like me. And so the next thing you know, we're getting invited places and we're doing shit and you're just like, like it's a lot of events and obligations and responsibilities and weddings and showers and gatherings. And you're just like, you know what? I just miss the two of us spending time together. And mm-hmm. you talked about your your autumn time, your fall being really busy, but so is your spring. Yeah. And that, and, and this killed the lockdowns killed my spring. And we were we were bracing for a really shitty spring yeah. for us to be separated a lot. And I mean, we do it because that's that's what I I knew that when I met you and mm-hmm. that's what I signed up for and that's I didn't sign up for you feeding the mother, but whatever. And we'll just wait till you see the results. <laughs> I wonder if if in 2021 we'll have smell-o-vision where we can mm, let man, people the smell experience of, your sourdough. The smell of the starter is like, oh my god! It smells it's, like yogurt to me. It, oh, but you know what? It's gonna it's gonna make it. It's just it's gonna. Be if amazing. it's be- if it's better than keg sourdough, I'll be very impressed. Okay, 
And you should make little little loaves like this. I'm, make, I'm looking making like grapefruit sized okay. circles with my hands, and then you cut them in X's, and then they open up. You remember that? Have you ever been to the keg? And you I've get been the to the keg, but them? I don't remember the little. They mini have the little loaves. loaves like this bit, like like grapefruit size. They're they're just a little bit bigger than Kaiser's, and okay. they cut them with an X. And so when you pull them apart, it's like four like triangles okay. of bread. Yeah, that's what, and if it's better than that, I'll be super, super impressed. Just you wait. You come to my place on Wednesday, I'm going to have loaves ready for you. Okay. So <laughs> back to the sourdough show. No, no. <laughs> back to what I was grateful for. <laughs> when the lockdown happened, we were actually coming back from South Africa mm-hmm. and we were getting ready for us to be separated quite a bit. And when we got back, lockdown had already happened. Everything was closed. I was working from home. You were working from home. Everything. And we were able to spend inordinate amounts of time together, mm-hmm. working out together, doing yoga, cooking, watching Tiger King, watching Tiger King, anything, you know, love is blind, Indian oh, matchmaker, too hot to handle all the seasons in 90 day. Oh like, shit. Yeah. That's, that's when that happened. Rick and Morty season four. I know like, it was good. Everything. And so it was really, really nice to be able to have that time with you that that we didn't think we were going to have. And mm-hmm. out of that, we had actually started talking about doing the podcast. I think we started talking about it last fall. Yeah. Just Banging kicking the idea yeah. and, and, and what that was going to look like. We didn't have a name or anything. And we had talked about the following fall. So we would take the summertime mm-hmm. and start to record some content and see what it looked like mm-hmm. and, and that. And then we had all of this time. And we thought, why don't we start now? Like, there's no no better time than now. Start, start learning about, like, podcasting and audio engineering and yeah. Instagram, like, social media, like, all of this stuff. I mean, I had doing. a personal Instagram account, yeah. but but I'd never run... Like a business like a business page. account. Yeah, and yeah. so, and, and the, the learning curve on all of that... Yeah, was steep. And, but it was fun. It was, it gave you, it gave us something... To work towards, and you know, since we're never going to have a baby together, no, this is no, our. We baby. double bagged it. There's no way that's <laughs> happening. I mean, nature could find a way, but two ways. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's that would be that would be a legit miracle. We would have to have it. I mean. Uh, oh, says the guy who doesn't have to actually have it. Well, I'm not just going to be like, okay, bye. Like, <laughs> I'm around. No, I know. No, I know, but it's like, oh no, like we totally have to have that. Oh, who cares about how I would never come back from this one? <laughs> but okay, anyway, and it was really, really nice to be able to have this time and go through this learning process together and be able to start recording content mm-hmm. and listening to it and going, yeah. And we ended up basically launching three or four months earlier yeah. than we would have because. And and thankfully that we did and that it wasn't a normal world because we would have been fucked come the fall and you were gone again. Oh, like yeah. We would not We would have, have to do everything. We would, we would have been doing everything remote or we would have just yeah. spent all summer recording and building up episodes <laughs> and stuff. But, I mean, we've, we've met really cool and interesting people. Yes. We've had a chance to interview authors and academics and, and people that, that mm-hmm. either we knew about or, or we'd heard about but never like had any kind of personal contact mm-hmm. with. Yeah, which I don't want to get too far afoot because that's, yeah. so, that's somewhere else on my list. But, oh, oh, okay. All right. But, but just to have that extra time with you and yeah. develop our relationship when, I'm, when we were used to being separated for long periods of time during the course of the year, 
Mm. It really, I feel like it really solidified our relationship Mm -hmm. even more because we were just able to talk all the time and hang out and see what that's like. Yeah. You know, At at an interesting time because again, like I got my own place just mm-hmm. like six months before COVID hit. So we were still kind of uh, adapting and adjusting to the fact that yeah, there wasn't, like I had my own space and right. that you could be in that space. That was not hard to adapt to. I just no, no, you know no, I know. But but we went from like <laughs> maybe once in a while you'd come to my place because right. my work was more flexible when I was right, off the right. road yeah. to you coming for five and six days days at a time time because you were working remotely so it didn't matter where it was yeah and that was something that we would have never predicted no 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 that was that was unexpected yeah so in a great way yeah so okay so that's my my first one now your second one your second you're grateful for well i i kind of it's a nice segue kind of dovetails off of that because because extra time with the people who are important in my life is one of the things i'm really grateful for for this year mm. i haven't seen my my extended family almost not at all mm-hmm. since since lockdown we've had like facetime and zoom you guys are really like cute that. you're really cute with your friends by the way because you do like facetime with like a cocktail and a cigar yeah a couple of my bros will do we'll yes do, we'll do like, like you cho- you choose you like ritually choose the cigar yeah. and, the, and the craft beer yeah. or the and we did that a lot in like april and may and stuff like that. yeah when, when it was warm when it was warm but also when it was like the lockdown was at its most severe as mm-hmm, well and mm-hmm. people were like just craving but like i ha- i haven't had a chance even to see my siblings as much as mm-hmm. or my mom my dad as much as right. i would have liked to and even in the summertime when things were a little easier my dad had a pool they were still like got to maintain distance mm-hmm. and, and that so it was like in that sense like that was a bit of a negative but the extra time with my kids mm-hmm. and the extra time with you and your kids mm-hmm. has been one of the things i'm super grateful about because i i, I the, those relationships have only deepened and gotten mm-hmm. gotten better even through all of this right right when everybody's kind of stressed yeah yeah Right. And I think, I think I've thought about it a bunch of times, what lockdown in 2020 would have looked like if I was single Aww. and didn't have a significant other and didn't have that kind of support system. And you know what? Big hugs to all the people out there no, that I are know. single No, I know. And it can't right be now. easy. It no. can't be easy for people who are living in a small place and, and are under stay at home orders and they can't even go outside as much or do these kinds or of things. Be, or in a shitty relationship. Or, or oh my goodness, like including some people that I know that I'm really quite mm-hmm. close to, you know, whose who's marriages are just like, this is kept put a Fracked magnifying under the pressure, glass yeah. On, yeah. on everything when you don't have those distractions of extracurriculars mm-hmm. and taking the kids yeah. to and from and going to work, but everybody's in the same space mm-hmm. for 24 hours a day for months at a time. Yeah. And then it, and then the people that make a decision are like, hey, you know what? I don't think I want to be in this relationship anymore. But what the fuck are you gonna do? Like, you can't, <laughs> where do you go? You can't go anywhere. You mm-hmm. can't. You can't, can't meet people. You can't buy houses and rent places. Well, you can. You can, but like, oh my god, it's like it's just it's the worst possible time mm-hmm. to try and start or end a relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I I feel for those people that are just totally. kind of like just white knuckling it mm-hmm. until they can get to a point where they can yeah. they can move on right? there's help out there absolutely so yeah. yeah that extra time that's one of the things one of the mm-hmm. things i'm most grateful for this year mm. what about you what's your second the other thing i'm very grateful for is i learned how to set boundaries very clear boundaries 
with people. I always felt like you had pretty good boundaries. What, what did you need um, to I feel like there that? were a lot of things that I said yes to that I shouldn't have. And then I would be angry at myself for saying yes. And okay. then I, you know, and, and I, I think setting more boundaries as far as work-life balance, mm-hmm. especially since sometimes those lines were blurred. Okay. Especially when we were working from home. And when it's all on you to create those boundaries and say, no, I'm going to do this until this time. Like when the work day is over, it's over. See, this is the thing that people who aren't self-employed, I don't think, understand. had to learn when they were all working from home, like yeah. a self-employed person was. Mm-hmm. The idea of like, yeah, that work-life balance. So important. You have to do it. And, yeah. and it was, it, you know, when I started my company the first year of that, that was really fucking hard. When like I lived and worked in my living room, it was really, really difficult to 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 separate those two. And so you just ended up working all the time right. and then burning yourself out because yeah. you're working all the time. And all these people that are now working from home are having to figure out how to do that. How to do that. Like my dad mm-hmm. who who would go to work now is working from home and he would take 40 minutes at the end of his workday and go float around in his pool. Right. And that would be his commute, basically. It's like his, yeah, right. Right? Yeah, and, yeah. And because, because he needed that time to, like, that was how that he transition. adapted to decompress and to right. transition, right? Yeah. And, and and I started to hear from my friends who normally would go off to, to work outside of the home, their different, like, strategies to, like, mm-hmm. transition from the workday to the home life kind of stuff there. Yeah. yeah. And that's it, really important. It because is. you can't have that permeating no. your life with your family mm-hmm. or bleeding over like you can't be on 24 7 like you mm-hmm. just you can't have that and mm-hmm. I think for me one of the best transitions was exercise right where I would work and work and work and work and work I was up first thing in the morning yeah. and I would do all my work until the work day was over and then it was workout time or and yoga that, or something yeah any any kind of activity mm-hmm. something physical would create that transition that boundary between work and after work Mm -hmm. and there was no more work after that it's like everything can keep till the next day and i think that it's such an important thing and i i think a lot of people learned a lot about self-care and i think boundaries are a huge piece of that yeah creating those creating that space for yourself where you just say no and there were times when I started up work again in the fall and my friends wanted to talk. They wanted to do FaceTime. They wanted to do this, to do that. And I was super stressed. And I would just have to say to them, I'm sorry. I'm just, I don't have it right now. Mm-hmm. I don't have, I don't, I don't want to talk. I don't, you know, when you're, when you're spending six hours a day talking behind a mask and mm-hmm. trying to deal with mm-hmm. all of that and everything's so different, it was very, very stressful. Mm-hmm. And the weekends were basically when I was at home was the only time I didn't have to wear a mask and I just didn't want to talk. Yeah. I just, and, and having to say to my friends, my family, I just, I don't want to talk today. Give me, just give me some time to get used to this or to be in a better place. And I know that maybe they didn't appreciate that or it was hurtful for them. And I was sorry for that, but that was what I needed. Yeah. And so I think even, you know, I think it's easy to create boundaries between <laughs> you and people you don't like. Yeah. But when you have to create boundaries between you and people that you do like, that it you hurts do a care about, sometimes. it's hard. Yeah. And you feel shitty. Yeah. And 
don't because what you need is what you need Mm -hmm. and that's okay Mm -hmm. and i needed i needed that quiet time i'm an introvert Mm -hmm. i play an extrovert on tv but i'm an introvert and Mm -hmm. i need that quiet time to recharge yeah and just not talk and do what i want to do and not and not to mention the fact that i find facetime dates and zoom dates and stuff like that i find that very very stressful i think a lot of people do but Maybe it, they do. I think. But I it's think, the only way that a lot of people can can communicate with the outside world these days. I right? think the extroverts are. They're like, I love that, but I can't tell you how many times I would get ready for a FaceTime date or a Zoom date or or something. Get my makeup done, everything, and then r- like fifteen minutes before, they would flake on me, <laughs> and I would just be like, Wow, like. This is so much work. I put pants on for I put pa- nothing. No, I always put pants on. But, you know, and and then your brain has to work so hard to process what you're seeing. There is, as good as the technology is, there is a delay. Yes. And it is work, mental work mm-hmm. for your brain to line all that up mm-hmm. and figure it out. And that's why people feel so exhausted after Zoom meetings and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's not just because... Meetings are fucking pointless and make me murderous, but that's another episode. <laughs> but it's your brain is working really, really hard to make sense of that. Yeah, why yeah. people aren't moving and sounding the way they do in real life. Yeah. And so I would have to say no to a lot of those things or just or just say like just talking on the phone is easier for mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. because you don't have to look at them. <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to put makeup on. You don't you can so I just, I thought, I, I feel like creating those boundaries and really thinking about what it is that I need to stay sane yeah, and stay grounded and stay okay. And, and, you know, there are people in my life where all they want to talk about is COVID. Right. Or complain about COVID. Yeah. Or complain about the lockdowns or complain about well, this. Well, just COVID is the central kind of part of whatever you're going to talk about. And I just about. can't with these people. Like, yeah. can we please talk about something else? I get it. And my and I love my mother, but that's all she wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I, it, I can't. I can't talk about it all the time. Like, yeah, let's talk about talk about for a couple minutes and then move forward and talk about something else. I'd rather talk about what she's watching on Netflix because she's just recently discovered netflix just, just recently discovered oh my goodness like in the summertime how how are you even able to talk to her now she like how is she not balls deep in everything she to is do on netflix? she is she is she is balls deep in everything which is great because yeah like i got her i got her a smart tv in the summertime and, mm. and got netflix on it for her and she was just like what like she had a she legit had like a like a tube tv <laughs> and i was like oh oh hell no no and, you know, to plug this thing in and she's like, what? Like, it just runs off the internet? Like, I mean, it's kind of cool. It's one of the, one of the joys in life You're is like introducing. Brains off of the ceiling, her heads explode. Well, yeah, like, like to introduce older people to technology and like, show them how easy it is. Like when your dad got a smartphone. I know, like, he, <laughs> and he's texting people, and you're like, he's "What like, is going on?" I I bugged him for three years to get a cell phone, and he he had like a mini stroke, mm. and I was like, "Dude, you need a cell phone." And he pushed back for three years, like we would get into fights about it, and then he finally got one, and he's like, "I really like texting. Like, I text the boys, and I text, and I, and it's really really funny." And I mean, he's gonna get an iPhone next. Yeah. He's already said, "I think I want what you've got." 
and yeah because he just went with whatever the cheapest smartphone yeah, option was, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. an android phone for him yeah yeah, yeah. so again we've kind of gotten far afoot of that but yeah i mean and that but and that's another kind of thing where you're you know people have really gotten into technology and stopped being so suspicious about it well and technology has technology has kind of risen you've seen you've seen new methods of communication mm-hmm. or digital transactions finance shopping yeah, all those kinds yeah. of everything has moved forward by such if you think of where we were december 2019 mm-hmm. on e-commerce right or restaurant delivery yeah or i mean in canada we have a tap to pay system where yeah. you can right and and you the, basically just hold your phone up to yeah if you have a digital wallet on on your phone or smartwatch or whatever you can just pay for shit and the yeah. limits were always super low and stupid mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you could also do that with a debit card and if somebody found your debit card they could run around and tap at all these different places yeah. so they limited it yeah but now because of covid because they don't want people touching pin money. pads and stuff like or touching money all of a sudden every, the will was there to actually make mm-hmm. and now you can like i can go do my grocery shopping and be very confident that I don't need to bring my wallet right. with me because I can pay for everything like, now because the limits are high enough. I legit went to the grocery store yesterday to buy a couple of things that we needed for tomorrow. And I didn't, it's just around the corner. So I didn't even bring my purse. I took my phone and my keys. It still feels, it was amazing. It still feels like I'm stealing stuff when I just like walk in <laughs> and I tap my watch and then I walk out. I'm like, and they go, thank you. Yeah. And, and you're, you're like, like, what the fuck? Just like, and it's you being a good citizen. Yeah. And this is, is learning more about technology makes you a better citizen, more responsible. The deeper human. I, the deeper I go into Netflix and the more I use <laughs> touchless contactless payment systems mm-hmm. and the more I order food from local restaurants to help them stay in business, the better a citizen I am. Like what fucking world do we live in where ordering out ordering takeout and staying in your house makes you a fucking hero? And that and that's why I can't stand when people complain. Yeah. Because it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Okay? <laughs> Just please. Like, you know, any other time you would give anything to lie like a piece of shit on your couch and binge watch The Queen's Gambit. I mean, it, it's Christmas Eve right now. Yeah, it And is. so many people annually complain about the runaround of what Christmas Day or Boxing Day or Christmas Eve, whatever the, the Christmas sort of thing that you suffer is. Most people are like, they're like, oh my God, like I've got... 20 people coming over and I have to do all this cooking. And are all any of those of people you? No, but... but, but you they're... are my very own personal, way handsomer, better body, buddy the elf. Oh, absolutely. And syrup is one of the food food groups. <laughs> but 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 there are people who, who have, you know, would love to be able to tell their family, no, we're not doing this. But they can't because they feel some kind of obligation. Right. And 2020 has given you the chance to be like, no, we, we can't. Yeah. And, and our, we're, and we're trying to be responsible. We're trying to be responsible. Yeah. And... I understand people who are like, it's been nine months. I just, like I can't do it anymore. I just need to see family. I sure. understand that. Sure. But for there's a lot of people who it's this is a gift to be able it's a gift to for me. Yeah, to not have to have a whole bunch of people in your house while you sit in the kitchen and do all the cooking, mm-hmm. and they just sit around and, and enjoy. The and then you know, like you told the story the other day of like, <laughs> is it your mom? Yes. Where like you 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 set out all the food and then you you just sit down to your dinner. Yes. And the first person's done. 
And they say... And they're like, so what are we having for dessert? And you're like putting your first forkful of dinner in your mouth going, <laughs> can I eat my plate? Yeah. And I, 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 I totally get that because that's yeah. my experience. Yes. At, at, at my Christmas dinners because I do all the cooking and then, and then I sit down and it's like, my kids are like, so what's for dessert? It's right. Like, Nothing right now. Yeah. I'd like to eat, please. Yeah, I want to put some food in my belly. Well, and I, I, I told the other story, like, you know, boohoo for me. You're prepping for days. Like, mm. you're you're doing stuff mm. the two days before, the night before, the day of. And at one point, and I was in the kitchen all Christmas Day. And at one point, I looked downstairs and everybody's opening presents <laughs> while I'm in the kitchen. Like, I'm the, the fucking, presents? like, I'm the hired help. And I was just like... You know, forlornly, you know, like the princess in the tower, like fucking Rapunzel just standing there on the landing going, wow. And you think, what the fuck? Like, that's not, that's not fun for me. And I love cooking for people that I care about. And that's not the point. The point is, is that it starts to get tiring after a while. And I, I mean, I've been doing that for a really, really long time. Longer than me. And, you know, I just, and everybody's family is different. I get it. Mm. I get it. But it's just one of those things where I wasn't super upset this year. And instead, this year, I got to make homemade eggnog for the first time. Oh my God, I'm so excited. You you haven't tried it yet. I I haven't. I had a little shot glass of it this morning. Everybody else, because nobody does IF except me. (laughs) But oh my goodness, it's going to be so amazing. I'm going to put the link in the show To your recipe? To the recipe. Wow. There's this this YouTube food blogger named Joshua Weissman. Oh my God. He's fucking amazing. So I'm going to put his eggnog recipe in for you guys. Try it. It's worth it. It's the only delicious. thing I've tried of his is his macaroni and cheese, and it was bomb ass. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. Yeah, no. Although I, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of the uh, like panko crust. No, 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 no. What's the cheese that uh, Gruyere? Gruyere. Oh, Gruyere. It's kind of. It tastes yeasty to me. But it's classic mac I guess. and cheese cheese. Yeah, cheddar is classic cheese cheese. But you need to do cheese. more because you need to have like a balance sure. of like melty and flavor. I'm gonna think I'm gonna throw brie in there next time, but. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Cut the rinds off first though. Yeah, I'll cut the rinds off. Yeah. But oh my God, that seems so good. Brie and macaroni and cheese. So back to fitness. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm mad. I, I, I did not have the same fitness experience because my jujitsu gym has been closed to partner roles since it, March. You've somehow managed to do very, very well. Oh yes? Yeah, you have not... It seems to be an ongoing trend with you where you age in reverse. 2020 was no Aww, different. I mean, you're not so going to Benjamin Button me or something like that. But <laughs> but, but you... That would be awkward if I turned into a baby. Oh my God. I wake up one morning, there's a baby next to me. What? What do I do? Nothing. You've, you've managed to find other ways to, to maintain your fitness. And like we rolled today. Mm-hmm. See the previous comment about my rambutan being squished. <laughs> So, it it kind of got kicked really quickly. Was it, was it a knee or is it a foot? It was a foot. Ugh. I was taking your back. Ugh. And you kept pushing you kept pushing my foot off and I kept putting it back and I just put it back too hard one time. <laughs> you switch bottom here. Oh my god, I felt so bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> it took a minute, but we're all right. It took a minute. We're all good. I was like, should I massage it? Would that make it? And you're like, no. No, that's we do not need blood rushing to that area right now. That's that would be bad. Yeah, that would be bad. So, what are you hopeful for for the year ahead? Oh, hopeful for. I am hopeful that I I I see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yep. 
We have in Canada, the Pfizer vaccine has been approved. The Moderna vaccine yeah, has just, just recently, yesterday has yeah. been approved. And I think that that is obviously that's going to take a few months it's to, gonna, get, to get going. I it's don't take, I think it's they've said in this six country to nine months they that said. by September of 2021, anybody who wants the vaccine will be will able, be to, able get to get it. Yeah. And, and that and that's I it's and different I, in the States. And I feel like. Summer was probably the best time of twenty twenty. Yeah. Even without the vaccine. So yeah. I think summer of twenty twenty one with a vaccine. Patio dining. Like it was Absolutely. like we were living in Europe, you know. Oh, it's fantastic. Streets and parking lots were closed. Yeah. And, and so you were I'm, eating outside away from other people. I'm hopeful which I always hated how close <laughs> they put me to people. So so that so I'm hopeful. One of the things I'm hopeful for is that we're going to be able to travel again in 2021. That's one of my... Really? Yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. We can have the same I don't know. things we're hoping we, for. Are we going to announce like our little plan? So, like our tentative plan? Yeah. Why not? Sure. You heard it here first. Yes. What are we going to do once travel so, is safe and accepted and since, open? Since there's a vaccine and, and um, in January 2021, a Democrat in the White House, mm-hmm. we... Two requirements for travel. Yes. We have talked about doing a little U.S. road trip tour. Yes. And meeting some of the wonderful people. Yeah, that we've met through the podcast in the last six months. Yeah, like the Cheating on Fear road trip. Yep. Do some episodes on the road. Yes, and just some of the guests that we've had on. Yeah, do some in-person stuff. Some of the podcasts that we've been guests on. Mm -hmm. I think that would be really, really fun. And uh, I actually, I spoke to, I did an IG live with Soul Searching and Squats yesterday. So yep. follow her if you don't already. She's okay. amazing. And I mentioned that and she was like, ooh, she was super excited. So, uh, and and I know how you enjoy planning. Oh, yeah. So I think that you are going to be in charge of planning the loop. I'll give you the list of people. I'm going to go to the local CAA or in the States, the AAA, and get a triptych. <laughs> and and say I want to go here and then they, do you remember those where they were the, no. like, it was like a flip book map thing okay. where you'd be like I'm driving to Florida and they go I think I know what you need and then they like <laughs> and they give you this like and it was like okay so page one and then you would have like your little route on page two and then it would like flip oh, over seriously? yeah that was what like when you paid you for your AAA membership wow yeah I happen to have a pad of paper I have props but. But yeah, like I'm not going to do that because now you can just go on Google Maps and just be like, here are all the places I want to go. Right. And, then, and, and it'll then, map it out for you. Yeah. Well, it doesn't It doesn't give you like, here's the most efficient way. It just gives you distances between points. So you kind of have no, to. No, like, I think that you can like put in all these data points and it will give you a route. No? Oh, maybe it will. Yeah. Well, like, we got to pick those points. That's the thing. I am very excited about that. So, dear listeners. Yes. Especially because we're thinking like this is going to be America this for this one right yes it's going to be America okay. and 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 we would like to I mean meetups would be a cool idea too that yeah would, so that was something that we were thinking about in some of the major places where a lot of our listeners are yeah so yeah. if you want to make sure that where you live is one of those places where we add to the little tour that we're going to do mm-hmm. then you need to hit us up on. Our social media or email us so we can we can start figuring out where we can add you as a data point that's right i love data i know you is it data or data it depends well when do you say data if you're english <laughs> oh oh <laughs> hmm. halfway through the crown oh 
I really want that posh accent. I'm gonna work on that. Okay. I, yeah. So. So travel's one of the things you're hoping for. It was the same thing for me. The, the, okay, like, but maybe I mean maybe you were thinking about travel other than our cheating on fear road trip America 2021. Yeah, I mean I, my for me that we have over the course of our relationship travel's been part of how it's we spend time part, together, big right? Part. Yeah. And so you know we were lucky that we got to be in South Africa as the last place that we were traveling. But I would love to go back there without having to escape it the way we did in March of 2020. Yeah, it was like Independence Day when they're yeah, like, flying Air Force One away or, from... Or like like World War Z when when oh they're God. like leaving Israel. Like on the planes are just as as, a, as Israel's being overrun by I zombies. still can't believe you made me watch that movie. And you didn't tell me it was a fucking horror movie. I told you it was a zombie movie. So is zombie. Land. Yeah, but it's not Zombieland. You think? <laughs> but that was. Oh my god! It I was mean, so it, fucking scary. It's scary. It's good. It's a great I'm just movie. gonna warn y'all. It's fucking scary. Don't let fucking Brad Pitt fool you. Is it Brad Pitt? Yeah, it was Brad Pitt. Yeah. No. 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 Don't let the fact that it's a Brad Pitt movie fucking fool you. Works for like the United Nations. Is like a yeah. <laughs> Don't let that shit fool you. It's not fucking Zombieland. Mm. It's not. But it was this kind of like race to get out before the border <laughs> yes. closed up completely. Forever. Right? So yeah. I, I, like traveling again, going, I would like to get on a plane and fly somewhere. Cuba. Cuba. I'd love to be able to. Italy. Yeah. Italy for sure. I'd love to do a road trip in Italy. Colombia. Uh, South America in general. Yes. I, I watched this, this show. Um, long way up. You called a long way up. It's Hugh McGregor and Charlie Boorman, I think. And they basically, this is the third installment they did. Long way round, where they rode around the world. Like, oh wow! They went like they went from like London all the way across to the end of Asia, basically. Oh wow! Yeah, on motorcycles. Holy shit! And then long way down, where they went from London to South Africa. Oh wow! And then long way up, where they flew to the bottom of South America. And, and then, then and then the rode up to, up to Los Mexico. Angeles. Oh, they Los went, Angeles. They went to Los Angeles. Huh. And they did it on electric motorbikes. Huh. And watching that kind of like road trip, and this is all pre-COVID, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But watching that kind of like road trip, I was like, right. oh, I would love to do that Pan American Highway and and like fly to South America and then just drive to the tip of South America, like mm-hmm. fly to Colombia and drive down. Like yeah. that would be fucking amazing. Like I'd be all over that. So that's something like that. I mean, mm-hmm. the America road trip is going to be super, super fun. Yes. But I would love to go somewhere I've yeah. never been. And uh, and also, I want to go back to the West Coast of Canada in the mm-hmm. summertime. That was something that we were kind of hoping to do. Yeah, we were hoping and to be that, able to do that. And I, I mean, we were in Alberta. We in, almost got in, to the West Coast. Almost got to the West Coast. But um, Victoria is one of the most beautiful places. Mm-hmm. If there's If there's any other place besides where we live... That I would want to live in Canada, it would be Victoria. All the nice weather of Vancouver, yeah, but with more sunshine. Yeah, like mild and not raining all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and super chilled out. Like it's all yoga studios and yogurt. Yeah, it's all crunchy granola <laughs> type stuff, but it's still fun. And like one of the best pizza places I've ever been. Really to. good. Although the place we found last night was mm-hmm. was pretty bomb yeah, ass. Pretty good. I mean. I mean, I haven't had bad pizza in a long time, but that was fucking mm, was really good. good pizza. Yeah. Was good. So that's one thing that I'm hopeful for. Mm-hmm. And you talked about that too. Mm-hmm. Am I, is this my second hopeful for? Yeah. Give me your second hopeful for. My second hopeful is that there is meaningful change and 
Like as a result of the way the world's changed yes. because of COVID? Yes. Okay. And I mean that on all spectrums, like the way we treat each other, the way we interact with our world, mm-hmm. the way we know ourselves mm-hmm. and the things that we that have become important to us to remember those things. I don't think it's wise to just run headlong back into the way everything used to be. Like, I think there are things that have changed that need to stay changed. Like being really far away from other people at the restaurant. Yeah, not being seated (laughs) at the same bench with people next to you. No, like not being elbow touching next to the, you know... Also, I think mass culture is here to stay for a while, especially during cold and flu season. Like, mm-hmm. I can't believe I let y'all breathe on me before. Like, I when was the last time you smelled somebody's bad breath? I don't know. Yeah, like last I mean, winter. I guess, I guess if you had bad breath in the morning, but you know, you smell like a meadow in the morning. Aww. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I think. <laughs> kind of meadow. Uh, I I think. The gratitude piece is really, really big. I think that people, I think, I hope that a meaningful change is that people express more gratitude and really think about when things come back, mm-hmm. the things that they've missed. Like for me, I really, really miss going to jujitsu class. Yeah. And there's been a lot of times, not maybe not in the last little while, but you know, times where like, I just want to stay home. Like, I really don't. I don't want to train tonight. Mm. And go, hey, remember that time when you couldn't fucking train for remember, a year? Remember, remember that year when you couldn't go to the gym? Yeah. Like, I I think, you know, to, to really be thankful for the things that you can do and are able to do mm-hmm. and support those things. And really, it's made me a more, I don't know how to say this without sounding weird, a more sensual person in a way that I am aware of how things affect my senses. Okay. Like, you know, when, when you walked into that pizza place last night and you were just like, Oh my God, it smells fucking amazing in here. Or the, the joy of being able to roll with you today mm-hmm. and what that's going to be like when I can go back and see you can my roll with somebody who actually knows what they're doing. No, that's not what I was going <laughs> to say. I just mean like a marathon rolling session where you just get to see your jujitsu family and roll with mm-hmm. each other and the mm-hmm. music's blasting and everybody's having a good time mm-hmm. and nobody's worried about anything and spacing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know what? Like even this morning when we were lying in bed and it was really mild this morning. Yeah, windy. And we had the window open and it was cold, but I was all wrapped up in the blanket, but I could feel that cool air coming through the window. And just the feel of that was so like, did I even notice this before? Mm -hmm. You know, it's... At the risk of being annoying, you ever, and I mean, what would it be without either a 90 day reference or a friend's reference? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the character that was a couple of episodes? It was played by Alec Baldwin. He was like Phoebe's boyfriend for a couple of days and he ends up going to, do you don't remember that? Alec Baldwin was on Friends? Yes. And he was like, this is amazing. Wait, oh. don't tell me. Ross, classic Ross. And he was just like. He was just super positive all the so time. Just so extra about yeah. everything all the time. Bow wow, good friend. Oh, wow. <laughs> and everybody found him super duper annoying because he was just, everything was amazing. Oh, Chandler must have hated him. Everybody hated him. And 
I feel like I'm turning into that person because I'm just so aware of the things that are pleasurable. Mm -hmm. And I want to pay attention to all of those things and be grateful for all those things and really experience all of that. There's so much stuff, I think, that just flies over our heads all the time that we just don't take the time to experience fully and to notice it and see it. And I wonder if some of that is how much yoga we're doing or how much yoga I'm doing, <laughs> where you are you learn to be in the moment right? and to really notice all of those things and to tame that monkey mind that lives in the past and is planning for the future and just to be in that place that, and enjoy that place. That's funny that you said that because there was a line that that chick that we were doing the yoga thing today where she was like the present is the only certainty the past has already happened the future is uncertain right all that we know is this moment is this moment yeah yeah and that's that's what i we've been doing yin yoga and that's what i really like about it is the muscle release of it and the meditative component yeah and you, it really forces you to be in the moment. And to, and your brain, you can train it to do things just like other parts of your body. Mm-hmm. And to train yourself to be in the moment and, and to be here now and not worry about what already happened, not be thinking about what's going to happen. Just enjoy what's now. I That's something that I don't want to lose. Oh. My, I'm, I'm hopeful that that kind of meaningful change will stick, will stick yeah, and I will permanent. always and I will always be grateful for the trips that we go on mm-hmm. and the places that we see and the people we meet and I'm super super thankful for the people that this little baby of ours yeah has brought it to brought us brought us in con- yeah, yeah yeah like so people- many relationships that would never have existed if no. we didn't have this vehicle to be out there and from pe- the listeners that are like emailed us yes. and the other kind of social media and podcasters that we've come in contact with mm-hmm. and, like yeah. it, it's it's really i mean i don't want to sound like you know super geeky or whatever but it's it's really quite something we've talked about the the dark dank place that twitter is yeah it's a dark place mm. but instagram i have found is an amazing place to meet people yeah. and to engage with people and to learn about what they're doing and collaborate and create. And mm-hmm. it's, it's been really, really cool. And I, and again, I don't want to lose that sense of joy and gratitude mm-hmm. moving forward. I, I, I want that to be a meaningful change for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. No. Cause I, I think, I think sometimes we're just moving so fast. We, we are just not paying attention to what's happening. And I don't want my life to move that fast ever again. I don't want that. No. I don't have a lot of it left. Oh, please. You <laughs> live forever. And what about you? I'm hopeful for the vaccines that are coming out mm. that are going to allow us to return to some version of normal. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a different normal than what it was a year ago for all the reasons that we've talked about. Right. But... Taking away the need to shut everything down. Yeah. Like, we can't live like this. Humans are mammals, are primates, and primates are social creatures. Mm-hmm. And we are not biologically adapted to be isolated from one another. And we can use all this technology to bridge that gap. But 
a hug from a friend or a family member mm. cannot be replaced by a Zoom meeting. No. Like, it's not the same. Well, you can't get a little oxytocin shot from a Zoom meeting. No. So I'm hopeful for what a vaccine will allow us to return to. Mm-hmm. You know, is it going to allow us to return to fucking 60,000 people in a, in a, in a arena at a concert? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'll get a chance to go to my first metal show yes! this year. It's supposed to go this year in 2020, but maybe 2021 will be the first time. They've rescheduled it. And if Steel Panther comes around, we are definitely going to go see them. I don't know about that. They're, they've, they've like made some anti-vax comments. Oh, uh, come on. I know. <laughs> Dude, come on. Oh, so disappointing when somebody or something that you I love know. then disappoints you I in know. some way like that. Never meet your heroes. Yeah. You know? Seriously. Reevaluate your idols. So that so that's what I'm that's one of the things I'm hopeful for mm-hmm. for twenty twenty one. That that we will be able to return to some kind of semblance of pre COVID life. Mm-hmm. Once we have a vaccine that helps protect people. Right. And that's really the, what the this most, is all about, right? The most serious side effects of, mm-hmm. of COVID-19 infections. Right. right? Exactly. So. so I don't think it can be our wrap up and our move into 2021 without <laughs> talking a little bit about resolutions. All right. Who's going to resolve first? Well, here's my thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to, I don't, I don't mean to be like. No, I give mean, me the schedule. I'm I'm a I'm a bit of a Grinch already. I I don't know if <laughs> what are you I talking need to... about Christmas threw up all over your house. All right, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit Grinchy. I I mean I I love like food and stuff. I just all of the hustle and bustle and commercialism irritates me. Yes. However, when it comes to New Year's resolutions, I am also a Grinch about that. Having spent so much time in the fitness. Right. Space. Where everybody's like, I'm going to work out more this year. Get healthy. I'm going to lose weight. Yeah. This is the year I'm going to lose weight and quit smoking. And I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I don't do New Year's resolutions. No. Because I don't feel like there is an arbitrary day that you go, okay, um, I was this person on December 31st and on January 1st, I'm going to be this person. Well, First of a, all. It's a whole new year. It's a, it's a new beginning. But is it? That's, that's why they do that's it. That's not January a great 1st. time. It's a horrible, horrible, horrible time to change something. Because you spent a month basically being in a bacchanal, like having <laughs> like an orgy of food and and drink, and then you're like cold turkey January first. Were you just looking for a place to say the word orgy in here? Yeah. Do you remember when we were yes, in the Galapagos? I, I know what you were gonna say. <laughs> the sign at the restaurant yeah, and what did it who he had the mariscos which is like the orgy of seafood <laughs> and was the english translation and i was like did you not have an english speaker translate this I'm what sh- do you think they meant to say i think they just meant like 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 a bounty of of <laughs> seafood but it ended up translating into an orgy of seafood an orgy. Like, like they google I translated it and it was an orgy of seafood i don't want to go okay. to that I'm i don't, like, don't want to go to that it sounds shrimpy like <laughs> i just it was yeah <laughs> a lot of bottom feeders ah. <laughs> 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 so i don't normally do new year's resolutions because i think that they end up being frustrating for people yeah and it's a horrible time of the year to try and change something. Mm-hmm. It's cold for most people it's in dark North as America. Fuck right it's now. dark as fuck. 
you've just been, you know, you're, you know, Christmas has your shit all over the place. Yeah. And I, I think that, and also I think that people have no clue how to set goals. No, that's true. And as someone that was in the fitness industry for a long time, you hear people saying, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go back to, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to lose weight. No, you're not. Because exercise is great for almost everything. What it's not good for is losing weight. (laughs) It's a terrible strategy for that. Monitoring how much food you put in your pie hole is a way more effective strategy if you're trying to lose weight. And so I've watched people get frustrated with themselves and they have given up by Valentine's Day. And of course, and this is the whole thing, is that we have all these prescribed eating holidays and it seems like they're just distributed throughout the year where it's like... To just sabotage you all yeah, year long. Like, I feel like... Val- and I know you're going to be like, why do you hate love? I feel like Valentine's Day <laughs> was invented so that people will start spending money again after Christmas. Because I think it's the third week in January where they have Blue Monday. Do you know... Are you familiar with Blue Is Monday? the like everybody's sad about winter that's where everybody's christmas bills come in oh right like all the the, shit they put on their credit card yeah Yeah. and so it's like the most depressing day of the year because it's fucking january and christmas is over and all that's left is the crying and the bills and the 15 pounds that you've put on since (laughs) thanksgiving and it's too cold to go outside and your gym's closed and everything's fucking shitty. And like, what do you, this is a terrible time to try Right? Like I just, and so people get really, really frustrated and they give up by the end of January, beginning, right. beginning of February, because they don't know how to set goals and how to do that. And they always, a lot of people set outcome goals. I'm going to lose 20 pounds by spring no you're when, no you're fucking not and then when they don't they're like oh uh, and then they they hate themselves yeah. and they go you're a fucking piece failure you're a piece of shit and you always were and 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 so i think first of all i think that if you are ready to set a goal the best time to start is tomorrow and 20 years ago well <laughs> sure <laughs> 20 years well, or that's planting a tree that, i'm sorry that's that's what that's what our yoga person said the past has already happened yep but like why would you wait if you are if you are ready to make meaningful change in your life what the fuck are you waiting for oh i'm gonna start on monday no start tomorrow make a plan start now well i mean all right tomorrow you know, fine. tomorrow i mean sleep on it <laughs> but i think that a lot of people don't understand about how goal setting works and I just wanted to say a couple of things and then I will pass it to you because maybe you have some resolutions. Okay. But when I want to change something in my life, I just go ahead and fucking change big it. Big fat do it I anyways. just big fat change it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like um, my job has changed a little bit and I've already sat down and been like, this is what I want my days to look like. This is how I want to spend my time. And I've split it up between physical training, mm-hmm. meditation, research, reading, other meaningful work and so that because this is what I want my next few weeks to look like. Right. And I, I don't think that you need to wait to do that. No. And just a couple of words on goals, process goals are much more effective and much more attainable than outcome goals. So for example, if 
you want to get into better shape. You don't say, I want to lose 20 pounds by April. You say, I am going to, I am going to run three times a week. I mean, just as an example, I don't run. No, not unless something's chasing you. And so if you see me running, you should run too because something (laughs) bad is happening. But I'm going to run three times a week. I'm going to lift weights three times a week. And then the outcome is a side effect of your process. Right. You actually lift weights three times a week. And then, oh, look at that. You're getting fitter. I'm going to do better with my stress. You're looking better naked. Yeah, I'm going to do better with my stress. Okay, let's look at how you deal with stress. One of the best ways to deal with stress is get a good night's sleep. So you say, I am going to develop a nighttime routine. I'm going to be in bed before 10 p.m. every day. And then you do that shit. And notice how much better you feel, the -hmm. things that you're going to be able to do. Mm -hmm. And, And it's those kinds of goals that I think people need to set. Process goals. This is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Set out something specific and do that shit. Because just saying, I'm going to get more sleep this year. The fuck does that even mean? Mm-hmm. How are you going to do that? What are the things that you're going to put in place to make sure that you succeed? And that's, I think, the piece that a lot of people miss. And and with the, the noise of the wellness industrial complex is that, you know, it's all outcome oriented. Mm-hmm. Make more money. Have more sex. Be fitter. Be more successful right and but they don't tell you how to get there it's like oh well you know you sign up for my fucking program and you get there <laughs> but it's about the process goals what are the things that you are prepared to do to get yourself to a place mm-hmm. and and so i don't i don't i never do new year's resolutions because it's like you know what i'm just gonna keep doing what i'm doing and if i have an idea at some point through the year where it's like this is what i need to be doing then i'm just gonna fucking start doing that shit and then see what happens right right yeah and i think i think that's what 2020 did is that it forced us to change in the middle oh yeah you you didn't have a chance to be like oh wait until january 1st it's like oh shit it's april and now i gotta change all this shit i'm gonna do that shit right now right now yeah and, and I think, I think it shows a lot of people what they are capable of, you know, like in, in the fitness industry, you know, well, I've tried everything. I've tried everything. Really? Somebody had a gun to your head and you, and they say, you're going to do, you're going to get up and you're going to do your fucking workout today. You're goddamn well going to do it. But most of us, thankfully don't have that kind of motivation. God, people think Jillian Michaels is rough on her, on her training. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, how, about, how about the trainer with a gun to your head no but i'm just saying right like it, it's 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 about what motivates you yeah. most people are motivated by not dying imminent death right yeah. like you know remote chances of death not so much yeah, right yeah, yeah. um where it's like if you tell you know if you tell somebody you know you could die in 20 years if you and they go i don't give a fuck that's 20 years from now but that sounds like a 20 year problem not a today yeah problem. but you know but but the intervening years aren't going to be so fun either no. but yeah so that that's just my that's my take on resolutions i think they are a lot of all talk no talk. action yeah. and it makes people feel shitty because they feel like a failure mm-hmm. and so don't you, you wait until you are ready to change where you go, you know what? I'm fucking done with this. Yeah. And be done with it. And then you have that desire to do it. Yeah. Like yeah. I've made meaningful cha- I've actually made more meaningful changes between the transition of summer to fall. Right. There, I've done more things where I go, this is it. I'm starting now. And I think for a lot of people, that is a more natural new year. 
Right. Where it's easy to do that. It's still, you're still feeling good from the summertime. Mm-hmm. Things are still relatively easy to change. It's fucking shitty right now, man. Yeah. It's Now's not the time to like make your life harder. No. <laughs> no, it certainly is not the time for yeah. that. No. I mean, still try and put on pants. Yeah. I mean, that's a good idea. Or shorts, at least. Yeah. Like, cover up your genitals is what we're saying. Our train wreck episode is <laughs> forthcoming. Yeah. Well, I don't normally do resolutions. You don't either, do you? No, I don't sit there and go like, you know, as the ball's about to drop, I'm going to do this. That, that's never really no. been my thing. But one thing no, I do want to make sure. you're so perfect already. No, 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 no I'm not. But, but what I want to try and do is as 2021 sees a return to pre-COVID norms, mm-hmm. I don't want to let go of the benefits and the really positive things that that, you've learned. that 2020 brought to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. So that time with my family, mm-hmm. slowing some things down, mm-hmm. like from a cooking perspective and things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lose my fitness routine. Like my, if I have a resolution, it's try and keep those positive things right. when you don't have an excuse to avoid it right right. you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. and and like my business has completely changed i've started a new company Mm -hmm. because the old company is even with a vaccine is not really going to make that business feasible for a while Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i've started something completely new it's so great for you i think so i think it's going to be cool Mm -hmm. but putting that time and effort and that focus into that but Mm -hmm. at the same point not forgetting those other things that those benefits of that enhanced time with people that you Mm -hmm. care about and you know all those other kinds of things i was grateful for at the beginning that's kind of my resolution is to just like keep that as a permanent thing not just to like well you know we're in lockdown so Mm -hmm. right like yeah that's it i was just as i was listening to you talk i was just thinking about last new year's eve yeah 2019 and we were away yeah we were in costa rica in in this beautiful eco tree house yeah and in the middle of the jungle, we chose for our New Year's to write to each other mm-hmm. about all of the things that we loved about the other person. What was the inspiration for that? <laughs> <laughs> Adam Driver, you Adam, yeah. mountainous, <laughs> you mountainous sex toy, yeah, like a- plunge your arm in my chest, you. <laughs> Burly, whatever All John right, you, John Oliver did. Yeah. Oh my gosh, John Oliver had this amazing shtick this year with like objectifying. Yeah. Adam Driver. Violent and sexually objectifying Adam Driver all at the same time. It was so weird. <laughs> you should post that clip. I'll, po- so I'll post funny. the, the, oh my the God, end so of twenty twenty. But um, so there was this horrible movie on Netflix last year called. It was Mar- not horrible. It was horrible. Horrible. Called Marriage Story. I mean, I think part of that is because I hate Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, you like don't I like ScarJo. That's I hate the problem. Her. Oh, are you guys? Are you a thing? No, she, you but get to call her ScarJo. Like, I don't want really? to spend any more time saying her name, so that just shortened it to two syllables. First of all, I don't see what the big fucking deal is about her. Like, I just don't. Hey, you know what? She was great in her. So I'm just saying. Which only her voice. Right, was you in never her. saw her. Right. I did see her, but I didn't see her in her. <laughs> It was horrible. It was a horrible movie. It was about a divorce. It was a breakdown of a marriage. It was terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah. And I, having been through that and was watching you go through that, mm-hmm. I did not enjoy it. And I 
Unfortunately, I think it was all too representative of what a lot of divorces look like. Yeah. And, you know, we were just like, it doesn't have to be like that. No. But at the beginning of the movie, their therapist, they're just about to go into mediation and their therapist asks them to write what they love about each other. Yeah. And they both do it and they're supposed to read it to each other. And she goes, I don't want to read mine. And he's like, well, that's kind of the exercise. What the fuck was the point of doing the exercise? And she doesn't want to read it. And so he's like, okay, so I guess we're not doing it. I was like, and from that opening scene, I was like, fuck you. (laughs) And I I just never recovered from that. No. No. But but what I did like was that why don't we do this now? Mm -hmm. Why do we have to wait until until our relationship is is in the toilet? Yeah. To remember why you (laughs) like. And you're like, why did we break up? Yeah. And so I thought it would be nice to do that now. And we did that. And we we had like two patios. Mm-hmm. Two yeah, levels. You, two levels yeah, of, and, of and, patio. And I snuck down to your level and took a picture that you put on our Yes, on our we Instagram. did talk about that. I, I think I've taken it down. Have you? I can repost it. Nah, I don't for know. the super fans, they'll know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have archived it for Perfect. that reason. But we'll see. I, I, I can't remember if it's still there. Yeah, but yeah, so we went to different levels of the treehouse. Yeah. And, and wrote and our wrote, letters. Yeah. I and smoked a cigar and had some rum and, and you went down I had by a glass the pool of wine and, and, a glass of wine and, and not a cigar. No. I didn't smoke anything else. And it was, it was, and then we read them to each other mm-hmm. and it was really, really lovely. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of being resolute about how thankful you are for who and what you have in your life yeah. is the only kind of resolution that I'm interested in. Perfect. Yeah. I love it. Is that where we're going to end it? Yeah, let's end it there. How can people get a hold of us? People can find us on our website, www.cheatingonfear.com. You can send us an email to info at cheatingonfear.com. Mm-hmm. Hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at cheatingonfear.com. And we have a Patreon. No com. Just sorry. cheating on fear. Oh, right. There's no dot com. And it's, sorry, <laughs> it's at cheating on fear. I guess they all figured out who runs the social media. <laughs> <laughs> and then patreon.com slash cheating on fear. But don't feel obligated. No. And if you like the episode or any of our episodes, uh, leave us a review. For share sure. Share the episode. Yeah. Let people know about it. It really that, helps us out. Yeah. And it helps us, it helps us uh, get the word out to even more people. Mm-hmm. So... Thank you for having this talk. Have an awesome new year. And Christmas. That's right, it's Christmas tomorrow. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. (laughs) All right, bye everyone. Bye.